0: Just a really quick spoiler alert for this episode. We mistakenly talked about a few small things from the next episode in this episode, and we didn't even actually realize it until we were recording the next episode. So if you're concerned about spoilers, maybe wait until you watch the next episode to listen. But truthfully, they're very tiny spoilers and they really shouldn't make a difference. Also, I had to amplify a lot of the dialogue more than I normally do. So we apologize for the unevenness of the volume. Thanks. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back to... Yeah, that can't be good. A rewatch podcast of the sci-fi original series Eureka. Let's
1: get going. Hey, it's Doug with the TV Guide Synopsis. Season 5, Episode 10, The Honeymooners. Original air date, June 25th, 2012. Carter's Honeymoon with Allison is complicated by saboteurs in Eureka. Creators Jamie Paglia and Andrew Cosby, written by Eric Tuckman and John Herrera, and directed by Joe Morton.
0: Hi, this is Vicki, and I'm here with my co-host, Skip. Hi, you doing? So here's a quick recap of Season 5, Episode 10, The Honeymooners. In this episode, we get a call back to Sheriff Cobb when Carter's plans for he and Allison's honeymoon are not anywhere close to what Allison had in mind a week in Cobb's old dilapidated cabin in the woods. Apparently being sheriff has its, insert sarcasm, benefits, and we hear that the cabin comes with the job. Allison reluctantly agrees to a week of fixing up or nesting, as Carter puts it, the cabin. Meanwhile, back at GD, Grace is back and she's helping the team to bioprint Holly. We see that the bioprinting is underway. Grace does note that once the bioprint begins, they cannot stop it or they risk losing Holly altogether. Carter and Allison find a secret safe under the floorboards that contain old secret files. Carter passes the files off to Andy. The bioprint goes as planned, but when Holly does not wake up, they begin to believe they've lost Holly. Holly does eventually wake up, and everyone goes about preparing the town for Holly not being dead. Almost immediately, though, Holly keeps air quotes, flashing back to her time in the Matrix and believes they are still in the program. She does not seem to remember these episodes afterwards. At some point, Holly goes missing and Andy, Joe, Fargo, and Zane go out to search for her before the town sees her. As Carter and Allison deal with heavy rains and roof leakage, Andy and Joe dive into the files looking for a spy. Unfortunately, they discuss some of this in Earshot of Vincent. They discover a disc and bring it to Henry to evaluate. Henry scans it and tells them it's an optical data storage disk. They have to bring Henry in on the investigation when Andy and his excitement over the whole investigation spills the beans about the alleged spy ring. After Joe has Vincent spread the word that Henry is restoring the disk to set up the alleged spy, they are devastated to catch Grace trying to steal the disk. After numerous incidents at the cabin, Carter is ready to book a flight to somewhere tropical when he turns on his phone to find 40 messages about a spy ring. They abandon their honeymoon and head back to town. Grace is not talking about the allegations, but she does say that she had nothing to do with the Astraea's hijacking and did not know about any of this plan. A distressed Holly is found in Fargo's office. She says she cannot tell what's real anymore. Zane tells Fargo that they need to reboot her. They can't reverse the transfer, but they can do it again. After Holly insists that the NPCs are not gone and are coming back and steals Carter's gun, Fargo authorizes the reboot. Holly is cured. Henry goes to see Grace, and she admits that she's protecting him by not talking. Henry was the one who introduced her to Beverly, and they worked together sharing G.D. secrets. She quit the consortium when they started doing more than just monitoring G.D., and since this Henry had nothing to do with any of it, she hoped he would never have to know. The episode ends with Allison going back to help Jack work on the cabin. Falling.
1: You'll You'll oh my God!
0: i can't believe you planned this yeah i am awesome so is it like right on the water uh only steps away so what'd you think of that episode <laughs> carter's an idiot my notes said carter equals clueless yeah i understand his reasoning
1: allie um my first marriage failed because i didn't
0: But nobody would figure that out. I don't even
1: understand his reasoning. A dilapidated shack in the middle of the
0: woods? You know, he said that in his first marriage, he didn't put down roots, and he wanted to make sure he put down roots, and he was trying to prove he was putting down roots, but nobody would ever get that. That was something all in his head. But he's just clueless. She kept saying Fiji? Yeah. Naming all these things. We've already established that Allison hates surprises.
1: Yeah. And he generally thought, oh, she's going to love this. Right.
0: And maybe she would have, but not on her honeymoon. Maybe she would have if she had no. There ahead is of time? no
1: circumstance in the world <laughs> where she would have said, this is great.
0: Not as a honeymoon, If no. the,
1: the cabin was a legitimate cabin, <laughs> that was a, a shack. That's right. a horror right. movie shack that you stumble upon in the woods, in the woods. where the murderer lives. Yeah. Where you know not to go into. And cause... he goes there, he brings a tool belt. No lumber, no power tools. Right, because you could see the air coming through. Right. He would have a trunk full of building material. Right. So
0: we've established that he's clueless and there's nobody on earth that's that clueless. Yeah. So Holly has a body.
1: Holly has a body. Yes, she has a brand new body. Finally. Yeah.
0: I don't have much to say about Holly having a body except that it seems like forever they've been working on doing something with her. Right. Better speak up now if you want anything changed. Oh, I'm not picky. Two arms, two legs, a face would be nice. Oh, your face is the last thing to get bioprinted. So, Holly's Z-Waves will act as a bridge from her neural pattern on the memory lattice to the photonic
1: microprocessor in her new brain. And as soon as the body's complete, then we can start the transition. But no, I'm thinking back to when I first saw the episode. Now, I've watched the series a number of times. Right. When I first watched the episode and she had a new body, I kind of knew something was going to go wrong.
0: I don't know. I'm trying to remember. I don't know if I did know something was going to go wrong.
1: I kind of knew something was going to go wrong because they made a big deal about it. This is a first, and this is where they're, you know, Frankensteining uh, Holly. And this is going to go somewhere. Whether I thought
0: something was going to go wrong, I can't remember, but I never thought we were going to end up with The Matrix again. Oh, yeah, no. Well, I thought that, that was over and done with.
1: Yeah, no, I yeah. didn't
0: think that was going to come back. That was a shock. Yeah, but I knew something was going to happen. See, I didn't, I don't know what I, it would make sense because they needed a new storyline. Yeah. I don't know. What, I can't remember what I thought. Usually I can remember what I thought the first time, but I don't yeah. at all. But I would have never imagined that it was going to end up with the Matrix again.
1: Carter finds the old hidden safe. Right. Falls through the floorboards. Right of his honeymoon cabin i'm doing quote marks <laughs> with my fingers first he falls through the floorboards good sign that he picked a great spot and it's sheriff cobb's old cabin yeah so there's a call back to him so that's not the cabin that he lived in no when he was there no that's the cabin like his old his hunting old hunting cabin. cabin yeah that he inherited that right. from cobb then why did he go move in the
0: at the bombshell yeah i don't know maybe he didn't know about it i have no idea yeah. There's a lot of unexplained, you know, like, why doesn't he know there's a Feynman's Day that happens every year when he's been there for five years? Yeah. You know, why doesn't he know there's a dog show uh, when he's been there for the two years? The robot Show. yeah. Why doesn't he know that there's a Area 51 bowling league
1: yeah. that comes every year? You know, why doesn't he know there's a science fair that happens and every and year? And why would he think Allison would enjoy uh, living a in person. a cabin
0: for a couple of days? I still think, because she tried, but I still think that had he told her and say, hey, let's take a weekend and do this together... We're
1: We're going to go go fix up old Sheriff Cobb's cabin. She's going to say, nobody's been there for 25 years. That place, it should be torn down. It's condemned. She said that, too. She did say
0: they could start from scratch. But I do think that she would have to appease him done it had he not used their honeymoon to do it and had he told her ahead of time because she did come back at the end to help him
1: well yeah she you know to help him do what i don't know sit on a roof that (laughs) the building just collapsed and he's going to go sit on the roof. Speaking of the building collapsing, even I know that you don't tack
0: a tarp on the inside of a roof because the water just sits there and has nowhere yeah. to go. Yeah. You put it on the outside so it can drain. Even, you could
1: have gave him a, a you know a exactly. good health and safety But check even right
0: after there. he almost killed her with the roof collapsing, he still didn't want to leave. Yeah. And who would use that shower? You go into a cabin that nobody's lived in for 20 years and you walk barefoot on the carpet. Oh, yeah. And you get in the shower. Yeah. No. I don't even, really even th- clean the place know.
1: that's terrible it's just gross <laughs> but
0: the best part I thought was Joe and Andy working together what case files they were locked away hidden in Sheriff Cobb's old cabin that's
1: weird because we kept all active case files in the office
0: well, maybe he was afraid that someone would find out find out what Sheriff Cobb was investigating the formation of an espionage consortium right here in Eureka
1: spies like they were playing a game oh they my yeah you know Ooh, this is gonna be fun <laughs> and they <laughs> we have to re- find
0: this spy, right and they <laughs> never really worked together yeah without carter because andy was so excited yeah about this having his own case and yeah. it's a big espionage case Let me see. Okay. exciting stuff but this just scratches the surface
1: i checked out all of other joe's case files when we jumped into this timeline and i she made no mention of this investigation.
0: Obviously, it was top secret, but maybe you can solve the case now.
1: We already did. Beverly Barlow's the spy
0: case closed. Maybe, but Sheriff Cobb suspected a spy consortium. So yes, Beverly Barlow was gone, but who was she working? Huh?
1: And he could not <laughs> shut up about it. <laughs> Where did you get this? Sorry, Henry, it's classified. On the down
0: low. Speaking of not setting up they have to finally tell henry what they're looking at because andy gave it away yeah when they ask henry to examine the disc
1: optical data hologram
0: maybe they use the disc
1: for secret communiques. Right.
0: Uh,
1: for example you really need an off switch
0: and they tell him it's classified and the first thing he does is tell grace all about it when she walks in
1: oh yeah but you have to presume that everybody at GD has that classified level.
0: Right, but they wouldn't tell Henry what it was because it was classified. Right. And the only reason they told him was cuz Andy couldn't keep his mouth shut. Yeah. So they had to tell him. So knowing it's classified,
1: the first thing he does is tell Grace everything. Yeah.
0: From beginning to end. Yeah.
1: But then the place has always been like that. It's like, I a, know. you know, a <laughs> giant gossip factory. <laughs> I know. But I thought they were hilarious working yeah. together.
0: Andy was just so
1: excited. And any time any word gets to Café Diem, it's all over town. Right. Which you was know? cool. I
0: liked the way they did that because it never occurred to me. Even this time, because I kind of forgot this episode. Yeah. It didn't occur to me that Vincent was doing that, that to help the them. Yeah. Right.
1: Joe thought it was a cold case, but now it's red hot. Henry Deacon's restoring the evidence, and once that happens... Vincent? Excuse me. What are you doing? I heard there was a spy among us. Would you keep it down? This is an active investigation. Is it true that when Henry repairs the disc, you'll expose the spy who sabotaged the hard drive? Where are you getting this? I am the eyes and ears of this town. And the
0: mouth, apparently. Joe, the people have a right to know. And that was good. That surprised me even this yeah. time. That was perfect because they did it exactly. I remember thinking,
1: wow, it's a good time. It's a good thing he said something about that. They wouldn't have been able to catch him if he wasn't uh, gossiping.
0: Right, right. Uh, I just didn't... You know. Right, it surprised yeah. me even this time. I totally forgot about this episode. Yeah,
1: but they all know what he's like. He could not have been in on the plan. Oh, I think he was. Cause yeah, they said but, Joe had Vincent but it's not, spread the word. it's not beyond reason that he was not in on the plan. They just gave him the information knowing. It's, knowing he would, yeah. Yeah, no.
0: yeah that's true, because it's not clear, because he said Joe had Vincent spread the word, but that doesn't necessarily mean yeah. she asked him, because that might go sideways, too.
1: Yeah, because he yeah. would say that, <laughs> right. and now I'm part of the plan. Right. Gonna-
0: so Allison finally gets to leave is when Carter turns his phone on to find out that they have 20 messages now. This annoys me to no end because who turns off their phone when they have kids? Yeah. Yeah. My phone is in my hand all day at work. I go to the bathroom and my but phone is in kid,
1: my hand. But you know, her kids are with reliable people. Doesn't matter. It's not, anything can happen. Yeah. Anything They're with reliable happen. people and presumably nobody knows where they are, right?
0: Right. So you're turning off your phone and no one knows where you are. Yeah. What kind of parenting skill is that?
1: They're on their honeymoon. I don't care.
0: I don't care. Yeah, If you have kids, you don't turn off your phone.
1: Nothing goes to voicemail, ever. I don't know. (laughs) When my kids were that age, I didn't have a phone. Right, I know. (laughs) know? Right, And I always made sure
0: everybody knew. When we were kids. If I was not in my office, if I had a dentist appointment, I would write a note that I'm at the dentist. Please call this person if something happens.
1: Well, I mean, when we were kids, our parents never knew where we were. True. Yeah, I would leave the house and hitchhike to Cape Cod and stay there for the weekend, come over, you know, come back three days later. They didn't even know I was gone. Right? Uh,
0: yeah, I know. Believe me, yeah. I, know. I would get up in the morning and at five thirty to ride my bike. Yeah. I would ride my bike to our old neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. And stay there all day. <laughs> yeah. And I wouldn't come home. And we had to be home before the street lights went yeah. on, which is the most ridiculous thing because I, but there,
1: you know that's a common thing. How, Everybody's but just... how do you know when the street lights are going to come on? But it's a, it's a common thing. Everybody did before the street lights come on.
0: Yeah. You know that would mean after a while you would get a
1: sense of okay <laughs> it's starting to be dusk the street lights are going to come on soon we got to go that's the dumbest thing. In the world. It's a common uh, thing. When would street
0: dusk. lights come on, makes yeah. sense because then you got about five minutes. But before the street lights come on, you're always guessing.
1: But back then they didn't have light sensors and stuff like that, like they do now. Someone had to flip a switch. Okay. So the lights did go on at the same time every day. Well, then give me a time. Yeah. Don't make me guess at the streetlights. Yeah. Just saying, it's a common thing. <laughs> no, Everybody it is.
0: did it. It doesn't make any sense. So, again, we're measuring Fargo's growth when Holly takes Jack's gun. Yep. He walks right in front of it.
1: Well, he's a different Fargo. Right, but yeah. we're always
0: measuring his growth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she freaks out. When she did the first freak out, yeah. logically, it's within reason that she would start to believe that she's still in the Matrix right. thing. So, that didn't surprise me. Shh, shh, shh. What's wrong? Quiet, 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 quiet. They're listening. Who? No. Them. They trapped us in a computer construct. No, no, Holly. Not anymore. We got out. All of us, remember? You just think you did. None of this is real. Doug, we have to get out of here. But I thought that there's a possibility that she really was. Still in the Matrix? Yeah, that everything that's happening is still the Matrix. Oh, when you first watched it? Yeah. Yeah. Now there's a a distinct possibility that instead of her getting a new body, they created a new reality, put her in the machine. But it's not an evil Matrix. It's a Matrix that she would believe that she's in. I didn't think about it that way. I thought that they
0: were actually still all in the Matrix. And that they just led us to believe that they had gotten out. Yeah, I don't think so. That didn't even occur to me.
1: Yeah, no. But then they have the thing with, you know, Henry and the disc. Right. The disc explodes before. So, where'd he get the other disc? It's the same disc. The data was corrupted, but he was able to get bits and pieces of it. Mm -hmm. So, he told Grace, I'm going to be able to find out.
0: Right. When Grace tells him that it was him, again, Henry has to turn himself in. I think that's just like his MO. That's his thing. Now, geez. It is kind of ridiculous. I mean, if Shaw figures it out, of course they're going to arrest him. Yeah. Because they can't explain the time change, because that's even worse, probably. But he doesn't have to be so willing to turn himself in. He knows it wasn't him.
1: Yeah. Even though I love Henry. He's always the martyr. But then, while they are explaining it, that he was the one that recruited uh, Senator Lynn. He was the one that was negotiating whatever nefarious things that this uh, consortium was doing. But during the consortium episodes, nobody looked at him as an ally. What do you mean during the Senator Wynn yeah. never looked at him as an ally. Beverly Barlow think... never actually looked at an ally. Well you know why? Because Beverly ally. knows
0: about the time jump.
1: She knows that's not Henry. Yeah, but nobody else does. We don't know that. If don't... She spread the word to everybody else in the consortium that you know, all of those people are not the same people. The way I thought about it
0: was that they all knew that like, Senator Wen knew. Because we know Beverly knows. That's not Henry.
1: Yeah. That's not the
0: Henry she dealt with. So I'm imagining that Senator Wen knew. That
1: he's not the original Henry. That he's not the uh, original Henry. Henry. Uh, see, if she had that knowledge, she would have used it. Oh, I don't think against so. Against Carter and against the rest of them. I don't against know. Joe. I don't know. Because yeah. that would she go. would have used that information because that information is... A death sentence to them. True, but
0: I think they were more important to her on the mission.
1: And that's exactly why she would have approached them and said, Look, I know what's going on, so this is the kind of help I need.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Or, better yet, she's a senator, turns them in as being time travelers and not their right. original uh, people, and then you know arranges for them to be imprisoned in her private prison... Yeah, I guess,
0: but I just think they're more useful to her being clueless and having the knowledge that they needed for the project to work. See, I would have played it differently. Well, they never actually tell us
1: if Wynn was aware or not. I just always assumed that she was because Beverly was. Yeah, Yeah. I think if Senator Wynn knew, she would have used that information. Not sure. Yeah, she She would have used it. If she has knowledge that Fargo, the head of G.D., that she had something like that on him, she would be pretty much the head of GD. He would have to do whatever she she wanted him to do. Yeah. I don't know. On the fence. I remain on the fence. If I was an evil senator, yeah. I would have used that information to my advantage. I'm not sure. Especially when things started going wrong.
0: But I think that she gets more of an advantage of them not knowing and using their talents without being pressured into using their talents because then you never know what's going to happen. I don't think that these people would cooperate with anything that she did or threw at them. I don't think it would matter what she had on them. They would not cooperate with it.
1: But if you look at it this way, she's the center. She has all the power in this uh, little community, right? The only thing that's preventing her from using all the discoveries from... Uh, what is the it? matrix? I not the matrix. The bridge device? No. Um, I keep wanting to call it massive dynamic. But oh global dynamics. <laughs> global <laughs> dynamics <laughs> Again, fridge is, is interfering with my consciousness. But all the discoveries from global dynamics, right The only thing stopping her from using all of that stuff is the head of GD. If she has that information on the head of GD, the head of GD can just give her all that information. She doesn't have to go through this matrix thing like that. They could just go about their business and everything that they discover, everything that they do comes to her and the consortium anyway.
0: Right, but just because she's head of Global Dynamics doesn't mean the DOD isn't involved. And the DOD would wonder what the hell they were doing there. Because... But
1: she's the senator that manages the, the, the DOD. Mm-hmm. That's why she's there. She's on that committee. The DOD answers to her and her committee. It would have been a much easier way to do things. So therefore, she didn't know. She didn't have that information. So as far as she was concerned, at that time, Henry was still her ally. But she didn't act that way. Yeah, she didn't act that way. Not even a little.
0: Yeah, which is why I think that she knew. If she knew, she did things the hard way. I don't know. Like I said, I'm still on the fence because she didn't act like Henry or Grace. Although she did appoint Grace as the captain, which was like out of the clear blue sky.
1: Yeah.
0: Like I said a million times, it's not like she wasn't qualified, but there was nothing leading up to that. All of a sudden it was Grace, and you're like, what? All this time we're looking for Beverly, and so was I why i left do you know where she is no i mean did you help her hijack my brain did you help her set up the abduction of the australians and the crew no i thought that i missed four years of my life but i lost jack and the kids to joe and you knew allison i
1: didn't know anything well grace was a new character at that time too yeah i guess and they needed something for her to do so you think? i'm not even sure what her specialty is <laughs> i'm not either yeah I don't think they've ever gotten into it.
0: Yeah, she seems to work on totally different things. And, on and every once yeah. in a while, they say, well, that's not in your field.
1: You're right. That was your field. But what I can believe
0: is Henry, even this Henry from our timeline, working with the consortium as a watchdog group, yeah. not as what it oh, turned yeah. into. I can believe that because oh, Henry was always of that mindset. Yeah. So I can imagine this Henry. That's
1: why he didn't actually work for G.D.
0: Right. I can imagine this Henry um, being a part of that. Yeah. Not... Where it went, but we don't know what the other Henry was like. Yeah, I can't imagine Henry working with being it. that
1: different than the Henry that we know. Yeah, it the, seems like the he first wasn't Henry all that. And different. we knew the first Henry it from the other timeline. It doesn't seem like
0: he's all that different. Yeah, although I don't know that this Henry would have gone as far as other timeline Henry. Yeah, he, he's the one who recruited <laughs> when. Yeah. You know, and stealing and kidnapping and all that stuff. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know that our Henry would have gone that far. Hmm. But I could see well, him but being... But they are
1: basically the same person. Well,
0: yeah, but... You know. Yes and no, yeah.
1: I guess. You know, but to Henry, the ends justify the means.
0: <clears throat> right, but I don't know that he'd go as far as yeah. kidnapping part of it all. I, I could see him being part of the consortium when they're watching what GD's yeah. doing and maybe a little sabotage to keep them from yeah. inventing something that,
1: you know... But then you got to think, then, in the early episodes before uh, the 40s. Right. Okay. He and Beverly Barlow knew each other and was working together. Right, for the
0: Kevin thing.
1: They knew each other, yes. When she was still, had to bed and breakfast. Right. Yeah, and
0: like I said, I could see that. That makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Knowing the way he feels about weaponizing
1: everything. and Yeah. I can't see this Henry going that far. Our Henry. See, now I'm going to have to go back to a few of the season one, season two episodes yeah. and see if I can find any contradictory information. Because I remember this is Kim's first
0: time watching. Yeah. So I remember saying to her a couple times, like, he got so angry when he found out they weaponized the moon. Yeah. And something else along the way. And I, I said, you got to remember that. you got to remember the way he feels about these things. Yeah. So like I said, I could see R. Henry definitely being involved in sort of a watchdog type thing. Yeah.
1: So what do we got left of this episode? That's about it. That's about it, yeah. And it ends with both of them sitting on the roof of their collapsed cabin. Of their collapsed cabin. Which is not a very safe thing to do. Not at all. Yeah. And the tarp's on the outside. Yeah. And he's climbing the roof with no tools. (laughs) What is he going to do? The end. (laughs) (laughs) You know what you could do? First thing, scrape the moss off those shingles. Like when he was standing
0: inside talking to her, you could see the walls aren't even closed up. Yeah, I mean... You yeah, have to rebuild all the walls. Yeah. It's not like paint. Yeah. A coat of paint Either isn't going What gonna, color are you going to paint that? Color? You have large gaps When's in the construction crew right. coming?
1: <laughs> it's not going to be a coat of paint. You have that should sp- have been the last scene with him climbing the ladder, holding the hammer, and a stack of plywood right. and building material right. stacked up in the yard. Right. He's going to put a new roof on. Well, he needs a new, new
0: walls, too.
1: Yeah, because those walls would not support a new roof. No, but there's... Yeah. Two-inch gaps yeah. between the wood. Every bug in the world is getting in. So our <laughs> official stance on this is the cabin should be torn down. Well, that was Allison's official stance. I, I think she was right. Yes. The end.
0: All right. Well, that's it for episode 10, and we will see you next week.
1: Bye. Why in the world would you come back to the house of horrors? <laughs> well, given what the other couples in town are going through, this didn't look half bad. I'm kidding? It was fully awful.
0: But... I look at what Fargo is willing to do for Holly and what Henry is going through for Grace and what you tried to do for me. And all I can think is that any place is the right place as long as I'm with you. Okay, DC, tell us what's next. Join us next week for season five. Have a and nothing. Mirror, mirror on the wall. <laughs>
1: mirror, mirror.
0: Bye.
1: Bye. Please remember to follow us on our Facebook page, yeah, that can't be good, at facebook.com backslash Eureka Rewatch or on Twitter at Eureka Rewatch. Links to information discussed during our podcasts will be added to our website at rewatch.com. You can also listen to our podcast on Podbean. If you'd like to send us an email, please email us at eurekarewatch at gmail. We would love to hear from you.
0: And we're now also available on Google Play.